Hello and welcome to that chair creaking in the background really threw me off. That would be Alan's chair, isn't it? Well, it's not yes. mine because I'm standing, so. Are you standing? Are you going to stand for the whole show? Yeah. Oh, that's a very, that's good. You're a very fine, upstanding citizen. It's very ergonomic of you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the other reason. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, hello. hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We're bringing you Transformers news from around the world and to uh, her bit of Australian flavour as usual this week uh, with some live things. This is episode 204, we're recording live on Friday, 15th of November, 2019. This week we'll be talking about Earthrise, 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 Earthrise and Earthrise and a few statue stories at the end, lol, JK. Um, Brad put that into the run sheet and I'm just saying it because it's there. We're not talking about statues. All that and more is coming up after this. Uh, thank you for joining us, everyone. I'm Jason. Joining me this week, we have Alan coming to us from Melbourne. How are you doing, Alan? I'm doing well, thank you. I believe your uh, I believe your city has been one fire this week than mine. Quite cold down there this week, hasn't it? It's not too bad, actually. Yeah, sorry to brag. Yeah, yeah it's fine. But it is Melbourne. It's, it is Melbourne. Uh, so, Anything I've locked change. myself in a room to do the stream and I really can't wait to actually open up the door and get out because it is <laughs> hot in Sydney tonight. Uh, Canberra, is it cold slash in between? I know Canberra gets really freaking cold. Oh, it's hot at the moment, but, well, you know, at least we're not on fire, so kind of grinding on a curve, really. Fingers crossed we remain not on on fire. Uh, although, so, yeah. I, so I've installed the, um, I've installed the fires around sending notifications that are just like oh you should get prepared just in case fire comes for you this weekend use this weekend to get prepared get ready fire danger is now building i was like i installed the app to get notifications of fires when i should evacuate i've got too many collectibles i can't leave them uh, look, I'm not going to lie. That was actually that was actually a moderate concern this week. So I, was, I was just thinking, holy shit, what if what if something actually happens? Because Sydney had a catastrophic fire danger rating this week for I think the first time ever, and I did think, you know, like my apartment block is actually close to a golf course and parkland and near to Centennial Park. And like, if a fire actually starts somewhere somewhere in like parkland nearby. Uh, you know, might it spread to my apartment? And holy shit, I don't know if I actually have insurance on all of this stuff sitting in the room behind me. So uh, I probably need to. Um, I probably need to have a bit of a think about that. Yeah, I've got one burning convoy. I don't need more. <laughs> yeah, very nice, very nice. All right. Um, that's uh, look. What 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 have the rest of you been up to this week? Sorry, I've I've been talking about fire danger and you know burning stuff uh, what's been what's been happening down in melbourne down in canberra tell me uh i've been uh having a fiddle with my new uh in my acquisitions doing some customizing just in my spare time there and i also uh went to a uh tournament for the opening of the new uh card game siege 2 uh yeah the trading card game and uh got some promos did you win that was good. 
I didn't win, but I got the promo, so that's all good. Sweet. Alan, why did we why did we send you if you didn't win? I mean, like, who did you lose to? Uh, I I don't want to name names. Ah, oh, okay. It was a uh, it was one of those sealed events, so you just play with what you get, and it's all about having fun, really. So, yeah, you, so, you know, you you go on guns blazing with your own cards next week. So so hang on. So you said it's a sealed event. That means that um, they give you cards when you attend the event and you play with those. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, everyone had never touched any of the new cards before. It's a fresh box of the new series, and you all get like six packs, and you make up a deck of characters based on what you get, and you just play with that. And uh, yeah, it's a way of trying out the new cards and characters, and just having a bit of fun. Exciting, exciting. Uh, how about yourself, Daria? What's what's been happening this week? Actually, it's been it has been a few weeks since you've been on. So, like, what's been happening this month? Uh, well, I've I've started work on yet another new podcast. Excellent. I, look, I, I, I like to collect podcasts personally, but yeah. <laughs> uh, this this one, not released yet. You'll get to know what it is. Uh, called Not So Giant Women, which is a Stephen Universe podcast. Oh, fantastic. I'm not, uh, I'm not a, um, I'm not a uh, Stephen Universe watcher myself, but I, prob- I know I probably should be. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I wasn't, which is part of how I got on this, because the, the other lady on it, she has been a big died in the wall fan since forever. And so we want to do that veteran and virgin um, yeah, nice. model of a watch through. So I, uh, I actually, I've decided in recent weeks that um, my memory is not so good and I keep getting recommended things that I need to watch. So I now have a Google keep note for things to watch. It is worryingly getting longer rather than shorter. And mm-hmm. uh, Stephen universe is going on it. And because I apparently said, Google, my phone is now transcribing everything that I say. Stop, stop that. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Let's uh, let, let's let's kick things off a little bit. I've I've added Steven Universe to my watch list, and uh, we're going to talk about some Transformers news, which means we're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? I'm going to open up the news with a couple of local sightings for some things that I think they're not, they might not necessarily be world firsts, but they're damn close. Um, we had a couple of uh, a couple of interesting sightings come around this week. Uh, number one, uh, Michael Fouché from the, uh, the, the Facebook discussion group. Uh, sudden appearance of Wave 4 bot bots. Uh, he had found them. I think he said that they were in Big W. Um, and he was quite impressed with himself because he said he walked in looking for the orange Wave 3 uh, packets and didn't see them and then um, actually managed to notice the blue Wave 4. Because if you're looking for orange, you're not going to see the blues. Um, wave 4 does have the uh, chase figures in it. Some of them are gold-coloured. I believe there's seven seven gold figures in the tribe, and uh, he managed to acquire two from his random blind pack selections. I'm not actually sure how random they were, but uh, Michael also does make mention of the fact that he has a Transformer. So there are two tra- two notable Transformers out of this hall, although I think they're all notable, really. There are two notable Transformers. One is, uh, if you can see where my mouse is going, oh, well, that's gone. Well, let's do that. Um, 
This one is a transformer that turns into a whoopee cushion. I see that, yep. I know, I know, right? This one, the top hat, guess what Guess what it turns into? It turns into a rabbit. <gasps> oh, I know. Wow. That's awesome. I, I know, it's so cool. BotBots are great. And, um, yeah, so the bad news for this is that uh, the single packs are here. The multi-packs, the skill tester and the gumball machine, they're not. They're nowhere to be seen, and you're going to need to buy a lot of those if you want the rest of the gold figures. Apparently, so. Mm, Is that one at the top? A pinata. Um, the yeah. one on the. Yes. yes, I believe it is. Huh. Yeah. Cool. It is. It's. A, it is a pinata, and uh, and then then there's one that's a KitchenAid there as well. <laughs> mm. I've got the gold KitchenAid. Uh, yeah, so, oh, so there's the blender, but then the, the, the KitchenAid, like the, the food mixer is just, just the one in the middle, the, um, the aqua-colored oh. one. There's, um, they're pretty neat. There's, a, uh, look, I mean, like most BotBot series, like there's a shit ton of recolors in it, but still. But look at the, look at the top hat. Look how the top yeah. hat is transformed as well. Like, that's great. Um, yeah, very, very, very happy with that. Look, I'm also, I'm actually just really happy to see that Hasbro is actually, has, someone at Hasbro is having a lot of fun. With these oh, designs, yeah. it is fantastic, and they're simple little figures. But um, yeah, they're, they're so they're so emotive. They've got they've got great little facial expressions, and they're not Autobots or Decepticons either. So like, there are Transformers entries. Well, there's en there are entries in the Transformers line that they're not even at war. The the uh, the Botbots gold the, the gold championship Botbots are for the 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 uh, the Botbots that cause the most mischief. I'm surprised. A, a formula like. A little five-minute flash cartoon or something. I'm I'm quite surprised that there's not much by way of supporting media as well, and I I almost feel like Hasbro's sort of been caught with their pants down on that. Is I don't think I mean I don't think they thought that they'd be as successful as they are, but also they have got four waves of these things. There's like there's something like 120 bot bots out there. Like it's the most prolific Transformers series ever, including MicroMasters. They could uh, get the people who did like the Lego stop motion to do something. Um, oh, that'd be fun. Do you, do you mean the Lego movie? Yeah, but the, but before the Lego movie, there was a whole lot oh, of uh, yes. fan made. So I, I think they were actually made by Traveller's Tales. Um, they're the guys who. Those are guys who, if you go back far enough, like I think they. Um, they made a bunch of Amiga games back in the nineties, um, and yeah, no, they. I think they originally had the the Lego game license as well, or something like that. But yeah, and I've I've seen some of those. Yeah, um, I think it'd be interesting to get. Um, I think it'd be interesting to get the guys who do the uh, Transformers Earth Wars um, to do an animation or, or something for Botbots because the the Earth Wars animations are actually really really well done, hmm. and they're quite they're quite fun, and they they have that sort of cheeky playful spirit to them as well. Um, so yes, anyway, um, BotBots Series Four hitting Australian shelves. Uh, if you're in, if you're a big W, I actually I desperately need to go find a big W that was open somewhere near me because apparently the um, Cyberverse, uh, what are they called, the Scraplets, are available at Big W now. So I need to go and buy me a Scraplet or two. We'll see him again. How much are BotBots down here? Uh, the blind packs are five bucks. Um, and if you like, if you can get them on a sale where there's you know like twenty percent off Transformers or something, is better. But um, yeah, uh, look, bear in mind we are going towards Christmas, so there will be toy sales coming up. But these things are not 
that well distributed anyway. We haven't seen the Series 3 um, single packs. We've only seen the uh, the multi-packs and the arcade set for that. I could see the top hat showing up on some uh, funny photos. Oh, there's so, there's so many options for BotBot photos. Like, there really are. All right, let's move on. Um, the BotBots are not the most momentous sighting in Australia this week. The uh, that, that goes to uh, this fellow, which if I can zoom in on him. There we go. That is a uh, that is a Siege Astro Train right there, just spotted casually hanging out on the shelf at Casey's Toys um, alongside with uh, more refractors that you can poke a stick at and for some reason a uh, last night remote control Autobot squeaks over on the right which the less said about that, the better, I think. Mm. Um, so it's worth remembering Astrotrain is a leader-class figure, so he does weigh in at a, an impressive $90 RRP, but the fact that it's on the shelves, yeah. <laughs> the fact mm. that it's on the shelves at, uh, at Casey's Toys is a good sign for it making its way to retailers soon. And like I said, Christmas sales are coming up. He's very nice looking. He's pretty nice looking. Um He's, uh, look, I, I, I think most of them are not $90 nice looking. I'd prefer to no. mm, be around 70 I think if he was larger, larger scale maybe. Larger? He's already, well, I, I guess the, the new leader is a Voyager with armor. So, yeah, fair enough too. Uh, there's another notable Voyager down there as well, which is uh, Thundercracker, who is, he's somewhat plentiful, but not quite everywhere just yet. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm actually quite fond of my Thundercracker. He's, uh, he's a nice looking figure. Hmm. Let's move on to some actual news. Earthrise is phase two of the uh, War for Cybertron trilogy. It is apparently set in space, according to Hasbro. It's, it's, it's a little bit strange because they have they have shown of Earth-based modes, and then they've gone, oh yeah, yeah, Earthrise is set in space. As the uh, Autobots try to find a new home, it's like, no, it's not. But um. Yeah, no, I know, right? Like it's I mean, then it's it's not it's not called on Earth either. Like I mean, like for the Earth to rise, you would need to be in space. Oh, good point. Good point. Yeah. Now with blue hands. I mean, like maybe maybe it's maybe it's set on the moon. Yes. Yes. So getting back to the uh, the picture on screen. So we do have uh some photographs of the leader class Optimus Prime. He is looking Pretty amazing, very, very, very G1 oriented. Um, there's a few like shiny paint applications and windows on it. And as Alan pointed out, he now has blue hands. Now, that's an interesting, uh, that's an interesting change because when we saw this figure, when we saw this figure in prototype at uh, New York Comic Con, he had gray hands and did cause a few questions from the fan base as to why Hasbro gave Prime gray hands. And at the time, the uh, Hasbro reps all went, yep, no, nah, it's meant to be that way. This Prime has gray hands. Turns out, nope. Yes. Turns, turns out, no, he, uh, he actually has blue hands. Now, this goes I back have... to what I was saying the other week, though, that they've got this challenge of trying to make G1 Optimus as different, but in a very strict window. If you've got fandom going nuts over the fact that even the color of his hands are different, they don't have much room to move in making new toys. No, they really don't. But you know what? You know what has since been pointed out to me, and I will just bring it up now. Um, what is everyone's favorite Optimus Prime figure at the moment that's not called MP44? Uh, it is, if I'm just gonna, 
I'm just going to make myself the, uh, the the focus of this for a minute. Uh, it is this fellow, Studio Series 38, Optimus Prime. And check out the color of his hands. Oh, oh, they're black those, hands. For those, for those, yeah, can you hear that at home? His hands are black. They sound different from the blue ones. Mm. They do. They do. They, they, wait, I'll hold them up to the microphone so you can hear <laughs> the difference. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah. So, Studio Series 38, while everyone's freaking out, about the color of uh, well, while well, everyone's freaking out about the color of um, the color of uh, uh, Siege Earth oh, Siege of Earthrise Prime's hands. Yeah, no, no one knows it's black hands. So fair enough. And we all we all have that figure. I know. So yeah. Um, Earthrise so, Prime looks very through. squared off. Very in the blue. Alan, mm, what was that? Yeah, he's frozen. I oh, think man. I think we've lost Alan. There we go. If we try a little bit more, mm. Alan yeah. is Alan sounding a little oh, yeah. bit like a Dalek at the moment. Mm. Yeah. There you go. All right, you're back. Oh, you're back. back. What, what What were you saying? Me. I was, I was yes, saying yes. that the. Uh, didn't hear anything you just said. Should have made the uh, Cybertron version a little bit more Cybertron esque. Where's the Earth one? G1-esque, just to differentiate them a little bit more. This is uh, this is true. I mean, look, we've been confused a little bit by some, uh, I guess, previews of Earth modes in uh, in the Siege line, which is apparently set on Cybertron. But also, it's worth remembering that apparently Earthrise is set in space. So why would anyone have an Earth mode anyway? He seems to have a truck mode in uh, in every mode that looks like an Earth truck from the look of it. This is yeah. This is where I like the uh, you know sort of the war for Cybertron looks a bit different. Well, so look, look, we have a we have a photograph on screen that um, is showing the the leader class figure versus the cell shaded uh, siege figure, and there's not much in it. Like he's not actually that much bigger because, of course, we know that leaders are voyagers with armor, um, but he does he does look he does look. Look a little bit different, I guess. Um, he does look a little bit, a little bit more G one like. Um, yeah, like, like there's less kibble hanging on his arms. There's less kibble around the back as well. So um, it's definitely. A, I say this now. I'm probably. It's probably going to come back to bite me. Oh, it's I like definitely that. looking like a different different figure. Yeah, you can stow the gun at the back. Um, the gun folds up, which I'm not sure I'm in love with, but um, yeah, it is what it is. And he's got. Oh. Um, he's got. Uh, uh, he's got wheel, ass wheels. Halfway up his back as well. Either that, either that, or he's he's actually got Wally looking out of his back. Huh. This is a very nice squared off design. He's very like geometrically satisfying. He yeah. is, isn't he? Like the 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 truck mode is the truck mode is right there, and uh, he can what definitely hold a matrix, which I don't know if the matrix is included. That's uh, the photo that we're looking at at the moment. Otherwise, like he looks so similar. To the siege mm. one, that I'd almost be tempted to call him a, a like a retool, but there are some there are some fairly big differences, and I just I just don't know. Oh, look, he does actually have a matrix. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Yeah, oh. they've improved improved upon him. It's this, yeah, you know, definitely. definitely, definitely. Look, um, this Optimus does have sexy thighs as well. Thick, <laughs> thick thighs. Now you have to remember. According to the uh, according to the schematics for Masterpiece Megatron, thighs must be seductive. 
So that's uh, that's Earthrise Optimus Prime. Earthrise We're getting our getting is our first look at him. Okay. And we're going to go on. We've got more Earthrise, more Earthrise mm-hmm. figures to look at as well. We're looking at uh, Voyager class Grapple uh, here, and he is a big orange truck. Now, we've we have we have seen pictures of Grapple before, and I think we've pronounced him sort of looking like a little bit of a mini masterpiece. And um, like I, I think I think looking at this photo, I think he's looking a little bit less masterpiece like mm. now, but but still like. It's the stock photo. It's taken under like insanely brightly lit conditions, and it does make the figures look a little bit, little bit more artificial than they otherwise would. But he is looking—he's looking impressive in terms of uh, in terms of articulation. I think most of the swivels on the arms and the legs—they're kind of table stakes for Transformers figures in 2019 and in 2018. I think with Siege because we started getting regular ankle tilts on figures in Siege, and. Yeah, look, look, he looks like he'll be a solid addition to the lineup. Uh, Grapple and obviously he'll be repainted into Inferno. Um, Grapple and Inferno are some of the fan favorite figures. So, like, I'm expecting to see some good things out of this. What do you guys think? I wouldn't mind updating Inferno and getting a Grapple. So, I agree that I think, yeah, you can even see a difference in the box there that uh, some of the harsh light is not doing good to his his orange. Mm. That's right. He does look much better in the box shot, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. I think the articulation and you can see the main truck looks quite 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 very nice. Paint paint it. I think it's paint versus plastic. I don't know, like the truck cab looks like it's painted, but I think the rest of it might just be orange plastic. That's what I think too, just looking from here. Yeah, I think if you if you look at the in the box shot as well, like I think it's pretty obvious that the frontmost part of him seems to be painted. But yeah. Oh, and then there's this dude. Um, so we are taking a bit of a look. Uh, oh, we're off Grapple, and we are on to Starscream now. Uh, Starscream, we have seen before, is returning in something that's much, much more akin to his G1 F15 mode. There's debate as to whether or not this is actually just a retool of the Siege figure or not. Um, there's a there's a lot of similarities, but there's also a couple of differences. Like there's a lot less stuff going on in his sides. Like he looks a little bit hollow under the arms there, and uh, yeah, like it's it's a little bit hard to say whether or not this is a sort of a, a, an upgrade on the Generations Deluxe figure or if it's a retool of the Siege Voyager. That's we're, we're going to have to find out. Hopefully, we'll find out in the next month or two. Maybe they keep some who's of the for, who's for Maybe like I feel like I feel like they've like I I'm on the retool side like I think that I don't I think they don't make uh they don't make a Voyager Seeker mold and use it three times like I think they make a Voyager Seeker mold they know that they can make modifications to it to make it in an Earth mode and like that's a really nice looking Earth mode but again mm. like the Siege figure he's got this massive undercarriage of robot stuff mm. but again like that that's just sort of how plane formers work these days and. I feel like because they're not that because they don't have the bulk of the Tetra jet on there, like they've been able to make a couple of changes to enge- to his engineering, but I don't think they're going to change that much. Um, and so, like, I still feel like you can see the body there. You can see where some parts flip and move around. And I think they've borrowed a few tricks from the Generations Deluxe, but I don't think it's a, I don't think it's actually like a mold mate or anything like that. Well, I guess this time they would have known in advance that they were planning on three years of these guys, so they might have been able to sit down and go. Okay, let's design these Tetra jet guys, but we know we're going to make new versions of the same guy next year. So 
let's keep let's see what we can do to make this mold reusable or at least to have some parts of it pop up again absolutely yeah i i i think so i i like i said i'm on the retool side um there are people who think i'm insane but yeah it has also been pointed out that um the uh, shoulder is a stupid place to attach the null ray. It should be attached to his forearm, but uh, there you go. Oh, they tried that in Dreamwave, and, well, it was almost like grey fistgate all over again. Yes. Um, so, well, I like it. Yeah, look, I, I, look, I really like it. Um, I, I've avoided... I've, I've got Siege Thundercracker. I've avoided Starscream because it just looks like a mess of grey plastic, and... This looks, this looks a little bit less. This looks less like a mess. And do you know what? You know what it is. Just comparing this to go in my head. Uh, it's because hollowed out and not facing you in the front. So he's a much more complete looking figure, and that that might, that mm. appeals to me. Like I don't really. I don't really appreciate the way that the wings and the the, the tetrajet backpack and stuff work on the on the uh, the current siege one, uh, but like you can mostly hide it in bot mode and you won't notice it. But uh, like yeah, the wings the wings don't have any um, the wings have some you know hollowed out parts and it just looks a little bit a little bit ugly. So yeah, there you go. I said it. Uh, look, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if this has been transformed correctly because there are massive gaps um, above his. Uh, I don't know, chest jets, whatever. His his air intakes. And look, let's be honest, Starscream does put out a lot of hot, a lot of hot air, so he does need some massive air intakes. So yeah. But yeah, there's a couple of gaps there, and I'm not sure how I feel about that. But we'll see how we'll see how the figure looks in hand. Yeah, it all depends how it Very transforms too. Hmm. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. That's right. Right. Um, we're gonna move on to uh, I believe the next story is also about Earthrise. Uh, it's it's been a it's it's been a big week for Earthrise announcements. We're getting our first look at what these toys are going to look like when they hit store shelves, and um, we've gone from a massive figure inside a box to a tiny one. So this is this is our first look at Cliff Jumper. Now, if you if you'd nice. shown me this figure, if you'd shown me this figure, you know, a few weeks ago, I would have gone, "That's a lovely looking Legends figure." He's a, he's a deluxe figure. You can actually see the writing on the side of his box. Cliff Jumper is classed as deluxe. I think he might come with some big guns to make up for his lack of size, but um, mm. I don't know that the guns necessarily make up for that lack of size. Um, but he's I mean, look, look let, let's let's move on to looking at the actual figure. So yep, Cliff Jumper does come with a massive gun that sits on his back, and. Look at look at that figure. Like, if that is not a pre-tool for a Bumblebee figure, then like I will, mm -hmm. I'll eat someone's hat. It's um, pretty inevitable for a for a cliff jumper that there's a Bumblebee. In fact, it's it's almost weird that cliff jumpers out first this time. Yeah, I wonder if they're I wonder if they're sort of letting Bumblebee be the star of Cyberverse and still trying to get rid of the Bumblebee movies from the from last year's movie. Um, and sort of seeking not to sort of overflow the shells with Bumblebee. Maybe they'll maybe they'll leave Bumblebee for Phase Three, or he might turn up later as well. We'll see. Yeah. So yeah, look, Cliff Jumper is a nice looking figure. Yeah, that's good. Good they've included the uh, you know his big old bazooka that was uh, in the in the show. <laughs> oh. I think it's funny that the bazooka um, sits in the five mil peg on his arm rather than being held in his hand. But sure. Yeah. Why? 
surely it's the same size, isn't it? It kind of is. Like, like look at looking at where it's plugged into the arm versus plugging into the hand. Um, like, there's a few mils difference. So whatever. Uh, it, look, it's not like Hasbro's stock photographer is not known for making mistakes. So let's not worry about it. Uh, but yeah, no, he lo he looks pretty nice. So I think it's a bit funny that. Um, I think it's a bit funny that having seen some of the masterpiece figures that have come out in the last few years of uh, Cliff Jumper, where there is no official one, uh, it does look like they've taken a bit of a leaf out of the uh, Ace Toys Tumblr uh, no, uh, book with the uh, the design of his feet. Like those are those are some big chunky feet. Yeah. Some of the leg and foot design doesn't look too different from the first masterpiece Bumblebee either. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and look, yeah. I, I I think you can I think you can clearly see where they are borrowing Masterpiece engineering or some of the ideas. Because, I mean, how old is Bumblebee, the Masterpiece Bumblebee now? He's like four or five oh. years, right? Something yeah, like so, so figuring out how to actually take some of the engineering, simplify it down, make it into a smaller space. Like, he does not look, you are right, he does not look unlike the Masterpiece B figure, just simplified down a little bit. Yep. And didn't you I say some of these are as close as we're going to get to being Masterpieces without being Masterpieces? Because I'd believe that. Yeah. I, I think so. But then I also think, like, if I say that, then I'll probably regret it next next line when something gets closer again. But we'll see. Well, I mean, like, but, but, I mean, look, just go back a couple of stories. Look at that Optimus Prime. That is a fantastic-looking Optimus Prime. Mm. And he's a regular figure. He's not he's not a collector edition or anything. Like we are we are getting some fantastic figures mm. in our in our retail lines at the moment. Certainly. That's uh th I mean there's plenty of uh, third party uh you know op options and this is now something everyone can just get themselves. That's right. And look, a lot of the third parties are expensive and you have to go to specialty stores to get them. So the third party market is not really as big as people think it is. Um, let's move on. So we've looked at Cliff Jumper. We're going to have a look at Hoist. Now, Hoist has caused a little bit of controversy on a couple of fronts here. Um, so he does turn into a does turn into a pickup truck. There, you, you can see him. Uh, you can see his uh, his uh, robot mode and his alt mode. And uh, when we actually when we see the stock photo, uh, we can see that the the green color on his body doesn't line up as well as it is as well as it no. matches up. In the uh, the stock photo in there now the photo on the back of the box I think is a 3D render I don't think that's an actual photograph this is the this is the photograph so we are hoping that the the odd colored green parts are a little e more even yeah when we get the figure in hand I'm hoping the, uh, the the photographer or certain lighting is just reacting with that plastic in a certain way it's not really like that in person. We shall find out. Um, Notably, also for there's there's his uh, there's his robot. Mode. He's got a got a couple of wings behind his uh, arms, but you know that's okay. Who doesn't? Um, of course, Hoist is very likely to be remolded into Trailbreaker at some point. Um, yeah. That's that's practically like Bumblebee and Cliffjumper. And uh, this this picture does bring up something that. <laughs> See, I don't mind it. I'm not fond of it, but this little smattering I can live with. It's when they've, it's when they've got enormous great swathes of it, and that especially when it's great swathes that look much worse in one mode than they do in another. Though from this angle, it looks kind of like Christmas snow decoration. I was thinking it looked a bit like snow. Mm. I call it transitional battle damage. Yeah, I mean, he, it, this one just looks a bit scaphed and scuffed, and that's 
you know, that's believable that it happened. Well, that's <laughs> the whole. Well, I, I've always uh, thought yeah, that. Yeah, no, so, 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 someone did. Someone did point out that it looks like Hoist has been uh, halving the uh, halving the coke. <laughs> I mean, to be uh, realistic, right. if they're uh, going to be blended, blending in, yeah. <laughs> well, it depends whether they landed in the eighties or not. Um, <laughs> I just want—I just want to check—is everyone—is everyone hearing me? Okay, because I think I did have a couple of connection issues just then. Just, just for a second there, yes. Yeah, he disappeared. Yeah. For a bit, then reset, and you're fine now. Okay, cool. All right, uh, we're going. So uh, we've taken a bit of a sidetrack for that joke. We're going to go back to looking at figures now. Um, we are now looking at Ironworks, who is uh, unique in that he has a giant robot mode, and he turns into a base as well. Now, it's been pointed out that where Hoist has some battle damage sort of sprinkled over, Ironworks has. Oh, we don't have his. Okay. Um, Ironworks seems to have a black wash over some parts of him to bring out, which does bring out some of the detail in him, but it also it also gives him a very different look to the to the rest mm -hmm. of the uh, rest of the bots. So, um, Ironworks is something is uh, Ironworks is a character that has caused quite a few uh, quite a few tongues to wag in the community since he's been announced. Uh, he was popular as a MicroMaster base in the eighties late 80s, and uh, I think everyone's looking forward to seeing a, uh, seeing a modern-day update to the figure. The uh, Blackwash is interesting because there's a number of Siege figures, like the Jets, that probably could have used that to uh, break up the... Uh... Absolutely. I think on this one, it gives him the air of being kind of industrial. So here I definitely like the Blackwash. I, I I agree. It does like especially when he's in. Like we can bring up the photo of his base there. If I do, if I do that, you can sort of see there. And so like you sort of see on the um on the yellow sort of industrial parts there, the blackwash really brings out a lot of detail. Yeah. That makes him look like a good, strong, chunky machine, and not just you know a base in a toy line. That is correct, and I think if we um. If we look up here a little bit as well, um, there's some extra things that you can, uh, extra things that you can connect and do here. Or, or is that actually no? That's actually him. That's actually how you turn him into the base mode. I think, and then you add the cast. So, um, I think the the snap together connections look like they're his, maybe his chest and some of his feet. No, you uh, can. Yeah. You can get other guys that connect to him. There's like a it, guy so, that's around. It, yes. Well, so we'll, we'll we'll get to him in a minute. But yeah. So. The ramp, uh, yeah, definitely does go into that. And so, yeah, you can see the the connect part going up there. And I don't know what I've done there, but um, that's gone really well. I'd be interested in adding him onto like just... a Titan. Oh, that'd be fun. Uh, yeah. Just uh, give me a minute here. I'm just going to... I would say that Brad would edit this out, but he probably won't. Well, for those wow. that want to add Blackwash to their figures, see your local uh, hobby store and retailer and, and uh, ask me for any uh, info. <laughs> I, do it to, I do it to my figures too. Indeed. All right. It's really not the... So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt to unzoom out of that image. There we go. And we're going to continue on. All right. Uh, so continue on. We have a couple of MicroMasters. I've got to be honest, the, the more MicroMasters I get, the less interested in them I am. They're, 
they are all over my desk at the moment. Is anyone particularly into the uh, uh, bomb shock and growl? Uh, I like uh, bomb shock because I had him, her, whatever for quite a while. So I might get that one just because I like the character. Do they have a weapon mode at all? Maybe. Sort of. I mean, they can go with Ironworks like everyone else. Ironworks just seems like, I don't know, the Transformers Village Bicycle. Every every Transformer goes with it. <laughs> it just works. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Um, and there's their, there's their uh, vehicle modes and their oh, uh, robot so modes. So much like their G1 vehicle modes. If, if you've got your city bot titans set up, you know, these guys floating around wouldn't be, you know, too bad. That's true. Um, I'm just going to pause this for a minute. I will be back. But um, do feel free to talk about MicroMasters. I'll probably add them to my Egypticon if he was in city mode. Oh, yeah, that's one thing they're definitely good for. Yeah. Where's he gone anyway? Let's see where he's gone. Oh, maybe maybe we should all go and see who comes back first. <laughs> Just hide off camera until he comes back. Yep. See if I if I'll be back, and now I'm going to see how much awkward silence there is. Wasn't awkward enough. Yeah. Oh, we could we could put everyone's pets behind the microphone. See, this is all I can go back to do my customizing. Oh, cool. What are you What are you doing to that one? I'm adding the uh, chrome. I've done the. Uh, I'm doing weapon damage. I like that. And yeah, the uh, the metallics at the back. This is the original one. Okay, well, I can definitely see what you've done on that then. Yeah. I'm trying to make it movie accurate. Yeah, I can dig it. Well, you see good. the size difference too. I don't think he's got to see before. Oh, right. I thought they were just closer and further from the camera. No, it's, it's, the, it's, the, uh, it's, the, K, it's the KO oversize. All right. I'm back. Sorry about that. That's all right. Uh, all right. Um, shall we move on? Yes. Not sure, if there, not sure if there's... Oh, look, there's more MicroMasters. At least one has like a, a hot black and red color scheme. Now... Um, That's probably the new name for... Big Daddy. He'll get a big prize. Everyone loves him because he's called Big Daddy. He's Daddy-O. Is there any other way to go, Daddy-O? Um, I was going to ask this question, but clearly I think it must be because you had them in G1. Um, how can you tell which one is Bomb Shock and which one is Growl? I'd say Bomb bomb Shock would, re would relate to Shell Shock in the tanks. So I'm going to say Bomb Shock is a tank. Yeah, and as someone who had Bomb Shock, they are the tank. The tank, yeah. All right, so it is It is more of a reference to the G1 character. Yeah, these ones, um, I don't know about Growl. Um, my, my brother had the set that they were both from and gave me Bomb Shock. And okay. I, remember, I remember this brown SU Humvee thing being the other one, but I don't recall ever looking up the name. So Growl almost looks like a uh, almost looks like a one of the vehicles from Mad Max, with the, the yeah. sort of the, the big grill mm. at the front. You know, that's probably why he held on to it. Now think about it. Could be. <laughs> so out of uh, so out of these out of these guys, we've got um, what are we looking at? Trip up and Daddy O. Um, so as you said, Daddy O is uh, the new name for Big Daddy. So he's the black muscle car, and the uh, the um, uh, the other uh, one must be Trip up. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't recognize him, but of, as you've pointed out, there are many, many micromasters that yes. he could be. For all I know, he was called Trip Up the first time round. Uh, so honestly, as much as I love MicroMasters, I don't have a clue about the names of any of any of them other than like two or three from from G1. Well, say because I'm because I'm more of a fiction person. The few that actually did stuff in stories, I remember who they are. But by the end of like MicroMasters Year Two, there were possibly literally a couple hundreds. Yeah. Uh, it's it's actually funny. Like we, <laughs> I suspect we might find that in in Ashback they're like twenty or thirty because I think they're they're in four packs. I think they're probably like five or six or eight of the four packs, maybe. But uh, I don't know that they're quite as uh, prolific as Botbots. No, I think you're uh, you're swaying towards Botbots now. No, no, I've like fully veered veered into Botbot territory. But yeah, look, there's a few around me. Um, okay, now the, the last figure that we're looking at, um, he's, uh, what's it called? Sound Barrier, which is a very handy name. He is, uh, I guess he's a, I guess technically he's a, oh, he's a Battle Master. So uh, Sound Barrier, he's a Blister Packs Battle Master who um, in a in a severe case of being possibly less useful than the most useless character that we've seen in the comics in terms of transformation, this guy transforms into a ramp instead of transforming into a baton. Thank you, Rung. Rung is also getting a toy in, uh, in, I guess, is Rung getting a toy in Earthrise or Siege? Like, we're very late in Siege for Rung to come out. Siege. A few people who know good people on Twitter seem to have some, but I haven't seen him anywhere here. Right. This is probably a good time to mention that um, in December I'm going to be hitting up Hong Kong for a mm -hmm. weekend and maybe doing some... Uh, Maybe doing some toy shopping. So, you know, if we're lucky, we might find some Earthrise in Hong Kong. We'll see how we go. Well, it's good to see a uh, accessibility. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's, this Transformer is very focused on accessibility. And I believe you may transform him by flipping the ramp part down from his back. Oh, and I guess either you're meant to get lots of him or there'll be more of the same design because the front and back would clip together to extend. Yeah, could yes. get like a human, a human centimeter of them. I think you mean a transformer centipede. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, um, and of course, we it would be it would be remiss of us not to mention his um, effects piece, uh, which does look like a lovely crown. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, a little yeah. bomb bomb going off. Well, that would be that would go with um, bomb. Shock, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, last but not least, we do have a look at Wheeljack. Um, Wheeljack is a character that uh, people have been quite excited to get in, in this line. Uh, people were a bit disappointed they didn't see a Cybertronian version of him. And here we are looking at a rather Earth race car version of him. He's pretty. He's built pretty low to the ground. He's pretty sleek. Is he related to? Um, is he related to Sideswipe? No, he looks like he looks. I don't know. It's just maybe maybe it's just the low and uh, the low and um, thin sports car that's doing it. I don't know. Yeah, well, the the sideswipe's got the the bonnet for the chest, and this guy's got his his roof. So that's a fairly yeah solid difference. True. Oh, Once you look at the, oh, it might be a faux roof. Oh, 
I think his chest is faux pas, no, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Like, I, th- I, no, I, th- I think it, I think it is. Yeah. No, I, I think it's, I think that's the real chest. Okay, no, I'm wrong, but yeah, uh, but moreover, it's sideswiping red alert. It's definitely their actual bonnet on their chest, and and you can, yeah, and I can definitely see his feet are the bonnet here. So there might there might be some bits left over, but I think it's just a similar design rather than any actual engineering link. Yeah, he's a. Uh, I guess look, he's a he's a sleek looking fast car. So yeah. Uh, there has been much made of the fact that uh, Hasbro's stock photographer appears to have mistransformed this figure again. I'm not entirely mm. sure what it is, but I think it might be something to do with the arm. The arm does yeah. look a bit weird. The arm looks a bit weird, but I kind of feel like we're actually just looking at the the inside of the arm there on the on the left on the left sorry on the right arm, and we just can't see that on the left. Like it does look right. And it, it is an odd pose too. So I have been thinking that the uh, photographer. For Mitra just not been showing us some of these at the best angle too, like that star. Oh, no, screen. There's, nothing, there's nothing new there. Yeah, but that star screen full of gaps. I could see that. Yeah, there are gaps, but there's also some you wouldn't see nearly as much if they'd moved a few degrees to one side. Yeah, that's true. It, yeah, it like it just it makes you wonder. It, it makes you wonder what happens that like comments comments like these never make it back to Hasbro and they never actually update their. Uh, they never actually update their um, photography posing or anything, but yeah. So yeah, there's uh, there's there's a, there's a good look at the um, the first run I think of uh, of of Earth, the follow up to Siege, which is uh, Earthrise, coming up next year. Now we've looked at we've looked at the uh, the fact that battle damage is still a thing. We've we've also been hit by a series of rumors uh, this week. Uh, I say I say rumors, but also there's um, uh, there's there's rumors and leaks and facts. Now, uh, according to according to the news reports, which um, no one can really confirm or deny because no one looked at it, or at least no one in the Western Hemisphere looked at it. Apparently, Hasbro's China store on uh, I'm not sure if it was Taobao or AliExpress accidentally listed a bunch of things that are coming in 2020. Uh, which, they perhaps shouldn't have done, but we'll see how we go. Now, what we are looking at is apparently the Chinese listings for a deluxe Quintesson, uh, which they've for which they've used the planet Quintesson, which may probably not be correct because I doubt we're getting a, a deluxe planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, oh, sorry. So there's, so there's that's actually sorry, that's Quintessa. Now that is a character name that we've not heard since. Uh, the last night and probably uh, hoping never to hear again, but we'll see how that goes. So uh, we're getting a deluxe Quintessa. We're getting a Quintesson of some kind. Now, <coughs> looking at the pricing for this one, the um, the the price for Quintessa was 149 one. This is uh, $220. It's a sale price there, but um, this looks like it could be a Voyager figure. Now, if, if it's actually based on... It's actually based on the classic Quintessons. You may need to get five of these to uh, display all the faces properly. We'll see how we go. Um, but yeah, obviously, like we're looking at comic art. We're not actually looking at um, what the figure will necessarily look like. Uh, we do know that we are getting a Titan class Scorponok, and we know that we know this simply by process of elimination because. Uh, a few years ago, when when we had the uh, the fan vote. Uh, what, who who was it? Who won? It was um, uh, it was Triptychon that won the fan vote. Then we then the losers of the fan vote were Omega Supreme and Scorponok. Mm. 
well, Amiga Supreme is just turning up now. So who do you think is coming next year? It's going to, going to be Scorpy. Um, we did hear that uh, Scorpinox head detail is going to be the design based on the Transformers Rebirth uh, cartoon, which is extremely obscure, but um, more props to Hasbro for doing it. I think, if what I've heard is right, that it's going to be a Cerebro-style double headmaster and, like, one of them will be based on the Rebirth one and one of them will be based on the Headmasters one. But I'm not sure whether... Right, okay. I'm not sure. Well, A, I don't know that for sure. And B, I don't know whether it's the big or the little one's going to be based which on which. It's 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 either big Scorpio or little Scorpio. But yeah, uh, yeah. no, I think I think you're likely... I think you're right. It's likely to be a double Headmaster based on what they did with Fort Max. Well, we saw that sculpt a few, a few conventions ago. That was basically saying, "Look, this is Scorpion's head and his head." I think you're. I think you're right. I don't. I can't recall what it looked like at the time, but yes, um, that's. It does sound familiar. So yeah, um, I have a. I have a confession to make. I'm. I'm, I, I'm sitting in a room that's pretty much chock full of Transformers. I think I'm out of the Titan game. I, I didn't get Predaking. I'm not really interested in Omega Supreme. I don't know if I'm going to get Scorpionok. I'm, I'm more eager for Scorpionok than I was for Omega Supreme. Yeah. But for most of them, it's a case of these guys are just climbing in price and how much space they take up. So it becomes sort of a, a practical thing of, yes, I'd like that, but... I think it's, I think it's interesting. The, like Transformers are making a reach... In figures and it's like it's beyond the size of masterpiece right we've had one titan scale figure and like i historically like i refuse to count devastator as a titan but like even hasbro now says that yes he was he was a titan scale so it's predaking and so like we're getting one of them a year we're getting two of them a year now and that the room in the rumor that we're we're going to get skylinks which we'll talk about in a minute um and in fact we can talk about him now. Uh, there's rumor that we're going to get a Commander Class Skylinks next year. We have Commander Class Jetfire this year. They are markedly larger than other figures in the line. And the, the way that the market is shifting in terms of toys is that uh, kids don't necessarily want a lot of toys. And so I think it's interesting to see Transformers move into that space where they actually they actually are reaching into that segment of the market and just going, yeah, you know what, if you want a big toy, here you go, save up a little bit for it, and this might be the only toy that you buy for the line, but it's going to be a cool one. Jeffire definitely fits that cool mode. Cool mode. Uh, cool mode. There's, there's a lot of fans of Skylinks. I think he definitely also fits in the cool mode as well. Yeah. And ju judging by the, the price there, they're anticipating him being pretty large. Well, so Commander class, Commander class figure, yeah. What was that, Alan, sorry? I would like a large one. A large sure. Skylink. Mm. I mean, look, the original Skylinks was pretty large. I don't really know about the Combiner Wars one. Like, I feel like, I feel like they're, I feel like they're redoing a lot of figures that we saw in Combiner Wars. That's what we're doing now. Yeah. The Combiner Wars one was nice if you like Skylinks and not fussed about the size, but sort of you couldn't say this is this is the guy or the other guys who are the same size traveling. Yeah, no, that's that's true. I've I've always had a bit of a trouble. I've always had a bit of trouble rationalizing the fact that um, Transformers would travel inside another Transformer that then transforms into the same size robot as them. So I was like, eh, it's yeah, it's scale. It's it's wibbly wobbly, timey wimey, scaly waily. 
Uh, right, so we were talking, uh, yeah, Titan Scorponok um, and Commander Class Skylings. We are also talking a couple of movie masterpieces here as well, um, which uh, I'm not so versed on the movie figures, but I'm pretty sure that that's a ratchet that I'm looking at. There's mm. slight green there. So uh, movie masterpiece Ratchet, uh, another movie masterpiece Starscream that um, I don't think it's the first time we've seen a movie masterpiece figure, but it would be in this generation because I think that, I think. Back in the uh, early days of the movie Masterpiece line, before it rested for a while, we did get Starscream there. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're back to the beginning there. Now, this – so if this list really did leak off uh, Hasbro China, off Hasbro's official um, Chinese AliExpress or, or Taobao store, I can't remember which one it was meant to be, um, if it actually did leak off that, I would place some, some uh, legitimacy in there. We can't really tell because apparently the listings got taken down, but they did get screenshotted according to this, but screenshots can be doctored. We'll see how we go. The um, the more interesting part of this is that if you see a list that's going around that is a black with a bunch of figures on it, that's based on this list, but then they've added a bunch of things that are either completely unjustified or they're just speculation. And so like the black list that was posted to Instagram, uh, it was posted by an account that notably does fakes, and that lists things like... That lists things like Sunstreaker, uh, which we haven't actually seen anything of Sunstreaker in uh, in Earthrise, but it also lists a bunch of things that are kind of educated guesses. Like we know that um, we know that Runamuck won the fan vote, so we know that there's going to be a Runamuck. In fact, I think we, we saw some pictures of him a few weeks ago, and it stands to reason that you're going to get a runabout, but there's also rumours going around that he's going to be a Generation Select figure. Nobody's confirmed that yet, but this leak lists it as a generation select figure, and so like that is uh, that is a bit, that's a little bit unconfirmed, and um, yeah, there's a there's a bunch of things in the the Instagram version of this leak that um, are really wild stabs in the dark, and you shouldn't shouldn't really place too much stock in it. Just remember that you know if if there if there's some news around and you're not sure. And I think you'll find that most of them regard that uh, that the Instagram version of this leak with some suspicion. Now, I was asking, um, I was asking in the pre-show. I feel like we're uniquely positioned to appreciate this. There is a there is a Transformers. There's a new Transformers series that I actually didn't. Know. This, this is going. I really know how it goes, uh, but it is Transformers Neza. Or Nesta or Nesha. I'm not really sure how. To, not really sure how to pronounce it. I do think it might be Nesha because looking at this, looking at the file name on this image, it is spelled N-E-S-H-A, but officially it is N-E-Z-H-A. Now, this is a Transformers crossover series, which is actually, I think, this is the first time we've actually seen an animated or Transformers fiction that's officially from Hasbro that's a crossover. And this is a crossover with a story that a lot of us in Australia are very familiar with because we grew up watching it in the 80s on the ABC, which is uh, the story of the Monkey King or Journey to the West, or as we might know it better, Monkey, just Monkey Man. So what we what I think we're looking at here in this uh, three-pack of figures, they, they're, very, they're very small and they're very cheap figures, but um, we pretty much are looking at Monkey, Sandy, and Pig. Pigsy here, I think. Um, they look, they look about figures. Um, yeah, they look about legend scale. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I think they do look about they do look about land scale. They look like they've got ball joints on their arms um, and you know sort of molded position hands. Um, we've had some really sorry about that. We've had some really thanks. We, we, we've <gasps> really gotten MicroMasters in the last uh, in the last year or so in in Siege. And so you got to wonder what's happened to all the um, to all the Maybe they've got a financial line. So what we do know about this, and I found I found this out tonight when this uh, when this photo leaked. Uh, what we do know about this is that this is actually going to be a Chinese Transformers series. It's going to be a large number of 11-minute episodes, and I'm pretty sure that's animated as well. So, like, um, I mean, I mean, I mean, 11-minute animated uh, episodes. So it's actually going to be quite a work of uh, quite a body of work there for the the series. Apparently, it's going to air in prime time. And apparently, it's been that well received by um, I don't I, I wouldn't say critics, but it's been well enough received by people who've seen it at you know Hasbro and TV networks that they are thinking of actually taking it out worldwide. And uh, they're also thinking of shipping the toys globally as well. So yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty uh, I think that's pretty interesting. Um, if we go back one image here, we can sort of see we can see the box there. So the box seems to owe quite a bit to um, almost the the sort of the cyberverse design, I think, and it's got the big top flap to sort of show the um, show the uh, the difference in the uh, in the branding. But uh, yeah, so yeah, so we, so um, that's that's going to be coming out sometime soon the original the original report of this I, I i tracked back the original report of this series coming into existence was from earlier this year and they said that they were hoping to debut it late 2019 if the toys are getting ready now then i'd say the series is probably going to come to us early in 2020 and like it does have the, the artwork on the packaging does have a bit of a cyberverse look to it but i'm not that sure what i was definitely, definitely thinking yeah I'm I'm not sure whether or not it's actually being animated by um, Boulder Media or the guys who do Cyberverse, or uh, if it's just if, if it's been animated somewhere in China. So yeah, gonna be gonna be an interesting thing to look at. Yeah, see what I happens with those. Yeah, I'm very excited about it as a fan of uh, you know the franchise. Yeah, both franchises. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, like uh, like I said, I think I think we're in a unique position to appreciate this. I, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that um, Western audiences will all sort of appreciate the crossover, but I think those of us who grew up watching Monkey Magic will definitely like it. Yeah, I mean, there's been various uh, you know Japanese sort of only sort of series and offshoots that only sort of collectors have sort of tracked down. So this is sort of one of those things. I guess so, and, and I, I think. I think it speaks a lot to the growing significance of the Chinese market that uh, China gets its own its own Transformers things. They've had their own game for a little while. So Forged to Fight was, uh, I'm pretty sure Forged to Fight is still a China-only game. Um, so like the rest of us get Earth Wars. And yeah, they're getting their own, they're getting their own Transformers series and uh, Transformers toys now as well. So yeah, looks pretty cool. That is the end of the news segment, and it is time to briefly talk new acquisitions before we uh, before we go uh, and finish off the show because we are running just on the hours timeline. Now, um, 
I just realized I knocked out the news, the news screen, but I'm going to need to bring it back shortly. Uh, let's go for new acquisitions. Uh, Daria, do you have any new acquisitions to talk about? Uh, yes. Uh, a few weeks ago now, since my last appearance on the show, I have got Sage Impactor, but of more note, and here's a representative I'm showing for the visual version. I have the Unite Warriors Constructicons, and yeah, I am wow. very impressed with them. They're much bigger and chunkier than I thought, but that is not a bad thing. So, um, look, you, you've, you've just held up a Constructicon to the camera, and he's enormous. And, look, it's been a while since I've actually looked at them. Like, Devastator is sitting up on my shelf up there, but it's been a while since I've actually looked at the original the original official single bots for these. And, yeah, no, that's it's just it's really impressive. It's really nice. Um, yeah, really happy with that. I'll send a photo to the, ch to the chat in a bit, which is something I took to sort of show the scale. But, yeah, especially because we're kind of used to the Constructicons being small, like they were in G1. They were pretty small guys. But here they're taller than most deluxes. And they've got well, they the, are Voyager size figures. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got the body mass to go with them. Yeah. And uh, I think many people realize the uh, You're Not Worries version had some uh, extra articulation and... Oh no! Everyone, everyone realizes that. Like it was the source of much consternation at the time, and a few uh, different colors and things too. Yeah, yeah. This is back when Takara used to actually release their own paint jobs and make some tweaks to the molds for themselves. So their constructions have elbows where the Hasbro ones do not, and they have individual weapons. Uh, which, if you are looking for a, um, if you are looking for Combiner Wars Devastator and you find a Unite Warrior one, you should probably take it. Yes. Yeah, and that's that's part of what I was holding out for for so long that I was hoping to get a Unite Warriors one rather than a Combiner Wars one because I wanted the elbows and the the switchable head and the and the guns. I uh, I fell victim to I fell victim to the shiny thing syndrome and I went for the STCC Hasbro release because yeah. it's got that giant shiny chest piece on it. I couldn't be happier. Oh, I have seen pictures of that. I don't blame you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alan, how are you doing with uh, acquisitions over there? I'm doing good. I got a few things this week. As I said, I got the uh, the Siege. I got a whole box of it, actually, of the Siege oh, 2. Box, yeah. War for Cybertron booster packs. And uh, you can actually get the uh, Trypticon uh, card. It comes uh, in the box. It's got its own, basically, starter set. And uh, in terms of figure-wise... It's the you God don't need of War. to tell you need you need to tell people not just show it. It's the God of War Apex. Uh, it's a KO oversized version of the Bumblebee uh, movie Prime, and uh, I've started doing a custom job on it because uh, I'm leaving my, my uh, regular scale one and uh, working on this one. Uh, let, let, let's before we start talking about the customizations, if you just sort of. Uh, so you are you are on the main focus on the camera. If you just hold them up there now, this version uh, is shinier than the Studio Series Thirty Eight, of which it's the oversized KO. So shinier yes, paint it, job on there. It's got a few. Uh, it's a few little technical things, like diecast parts, and uh, yeah, the customization. I'm already starting to do sort of the detail work and extra chrome. Basically, just trying to make it movie accurate in the places they couldn't do in the actual official toy. So he does have a, a replaceable hands, articulated hands, and uh, light up uh, batteries for eyes. Actually, and if, so yeah, look, it's, I think it's a, 
just an extra prime yeah. for my collection, but you know, I can do them so up. That, and and so, you, so when we were talking about it beforehand, before the show, you said it was about a hundred dollars. Yeah, hundred, hundred or so dollars. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, for what people pay, uh, you know, it's people pay a hundred dollars for yeah. something that, uh, you know, it's big, bigger than a masterpiece. So how, uh, how, how heavy is he? Yeah, it's pretty weighty. I'd say, yeah. I'd say it feel, feels good, 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 good amount of weight there. Yeah, uh, all, all these we, pieces are solid, sol, solid, yeah. solid. So, are we looking at yeah. ratchets in the legs as well? Uh, yeah, yeah. You usually, usually some uh, some good ratchet sounds on the oversized KOs, especially especially with the diecast in there as well. And so you're detailing that uh, using some. Uh, I think what was it you said earlier? It was the um, liquid chrome. Uh, yeah, okay. People actually, uh, you can actually repair your uh, G1 bots uh, with liquid chrome for the old weapons. Um, it does wonders. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> looking pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's looking. He's looking pretty good. Would like. Would love to see some sort of uh, before and after shots when you finish with the detailing and see what difference you've made to the figure. Yeah, sure thing. Yeah, but uh, you know, I'm I'm always uh, tweaking. Tweaking my bots. I've got and working on Trypticon outside, and uh, I've got Prime. I'm working on inside. So, you know, because I've already I've sort of done his weapon up with a bit of the battle damage to make him, uh, you know, like a. Uh, see, see, see that kind of battle damage. I much more. I appreciate much more than just sort of printing, uh, printing a shiny silver color onto the onto the figures, which is what Hasbro does. Like this looks. This looks much more actual. It looks much more like actual battle damage as opposed to just printed mess. Yeah, you got to, you know, it's 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 not hard to hard to do. I mean, what what they did, I guess they had to mass produce it, but uh, it's it's something you know people can do off their own bat. Really, give them a choice. That's like what they could have done with the Earthrise. You know, leave leave it and give people a chance to do it up and match the match the uh, the siege stuff if they wanted, but. You know, they'll, they they try and I guess, but uh, that's that's why <laughs> my acquisitions anyway, playing playing the cards and uh, playing with a new prime. All right, I don't have that many acquisitions to discuss this week, but I am going to just flip over to some photos of them. Oh, actually, I wanted to talk about that too, but I won't. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I had got some new pins this week. I over the years I have turned into a bit of a pin collector and. Uh, there's been a, there's been a great there's been a great outpouring of creativity. So you pulling out the, you pulling in the pin? Yeah, well, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> there's a there's a great number of people online who are creating artwork and mementos and uh, prints and pins based on the um, based on the uh, the the characters and the work and uh, more than meets the eye and lost life. And Alan, you're gonna have to put that toy down. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I was happy to get me because <laughs> you just had a giant Optimus Prime in your hand. And we were talking about we were talking about it, it's ratchets. Uh, so these pins came from a, an artist who goes by the name of Five Boos uh, online. And so there's uh, there's a Matrix. There is a Don't Forget Me pin, which I'm, I'm not going to not going to spoil who that's a reference to, although it's kind of obvious from looking at it. And. Yeah, I know you do. And there's Team 
They're team Whirl because Whirl is a godless, soulless killing machine, and who wouldn't want to be on Whirl's team? Now, um, these are not actually new pins, but they are pins that I missed acquiring over time. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, do, I do got to ask, is that a constructor cone I can hear? It's not an Optimus Prime? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, all right, cool. Just got to be a bit, a little bit quiet when we're on uh, when the mic's on. Um, so yeah, um, they, like I said, these pins are not actually new, but they are they are pins that I missed acquiring along the way. And so I looked at uh, looked at Five Boo's big cartel site this week, which uh, we will put a link in the show notes uh, to that website. There's a lot of really really nice pins and merchandise on there. There's a lot of really really nice Transformers pins that are being made by independent artists around the place, and uh, like. If you, if you want to have a look at some some stuff that's just it's just really impressive and some of them some of them are just just fantastic pieces of work um i've posted a couple of pictures of my pin boards um over the last few months as i've sort of been adding transformers pins to them and uh yeah i'm continuing to acquire new pins and add them all the time so i'll maybe in, maybe in another couple of months time i'll post another update when i've acquired some more so let's see how we go it is time to sort of run headlong into the end of the show. Before we go, a little bit of club business because we are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. The traditional Christmas donation drive is now live, uh, a $5 donation to the club, which puts which we put towards uh, attending conventions and uh, club events like meetups and things like that. Uh, a $5 donation puts you into the draw to win a... Mint in sealed box masterpiece Black Arachnia, a Titan Titans Return Predaking, or was he apparently yeah, a, uh, a Titan Predaking, uh, a mint in box G1 Thrust, which I'm told is actually quite sought after a lot of the time, a Fans Toys Sea Spray, uh, Toys R Us exclusive Sunstorm masterpiece, and Acid Storm masterpiece figures, a Power of the Primes Voyager Blitzwing, and a Power of the Primes Voyager Octang. I think they might actually be Titans Return, not Power. That's what it says in the run sheet. So I've read it out. Um, look, uh, if you if you appreciate the club and you appreciate what we do and you appreciate us spending our time on Friday nights talking about Transformers for your listening pleasure, please do uh, dig at least five dollars deep into the pocket. It's not really. It doesn't need to be a great big donation, but just five dollars gets you a ticket in the draw, and there are some fantastic prizes on offer. And that is it. That is it. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. And uh, there are a few people watching a long live, and uh, that's cool. Thank you. We didn't expect that. It's a Friday night. Um, thank you for checking us out. If you'd like to find out more about these stories, you will find links to them all and more in the show notes. Uh, they are posted to the Transformers Weekly Facebook page and the Podbean site. You can get in touch with us by hitting us up on the Transformers Collectors Club Australia group on Facebook. And if you're not already subscribed, please do subscribe to the podcast because we like having subscribers and we like knowing that people will listen to us drivel on about these things every week. We are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia, a registered club in Victoria run by volunteers who donate their time and money to make the club better for everyone. Our goal is to connect Transformers fans around the country. We do it by engaging the collecting community and talking about Transformers on a podcast at 10.40 p.m. on a Friday night. Yeah, no, it's 10.40 p.m. for everyone this week, and we're all in the same time zone. Uh, you can find more information about the club, including affordable yearly membership options to show your support, starting at just $5 a year at Transformers CCA. 
Transformers.com. That is it from us. And we'll be back with more Transformers news maybe next week. We keep saying next week and then we don't do it. So, like, at least sometime in the next couple of weeks, we'll be back. See everyone. Actually, actually it's Bye. quite appropriate for us to do that at the moment. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. Or, uh, or in, yeah, no, I'm not, oh, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil Terminator. That's all right. We'll be back. If you want my collectibles. Mm -hmm. <laughs>